Welcome back to the Hot Tip as Daily Pick Show for Bellator 273. Got some great fights on slate for tonight. The first Bellator card of 2022. So let's jump right in. First fight I want to take a look at for this Bellator card, Ben Parrish taking on Sullivan Coley. Parrish comes into this fight 5-1 in his career. Coley is 2-0. and oh. um, And as far as Parrish goes, you know, and really for both these guys, they're two very violent fighters. I expect this to be a very, very violent fight. Um, and when we look back, you know, both these guys coming off of wins. Ben Parrish a win over Christian Edwards in his Bellator debut. Sullivan Coley, you know, both his Bellator fights have been wins. Um, and both first-round finishes in that, Dion Clash and Jason McLand. Um, but, you know, Parrish coming off of that scary broken leg in his fight before that, um, you never know exactly how a guy like that's going to bounce back. And like we said, he looked good against Christian Edwards. Um, but the fact that he, you know, uses his leg kicks so much could definitely be a concern. But for Parrish coming into this one, he's got the four-year age advantage. He's got a pretty decent, you know, striking skill set, fast with his hands. And like I said, he's that, that kickboxing background, loves to use his legs. Um, and coming off the broken leg, You'd never know exactly how he's going to look, but he looked okay against Edwards, and, and hopefully you, you just pray that it holds up and, and he's able to continue doing that. But um, he's a guy who, in the ring, for his size, is sneaky athletic. Um, you know, his movements around the ring are, are very impressive for a guy of his size. Um, and he, he doesn't look like a guy who's going to, you know, just come out there and, and light the world up athletically, but he does a pretty good job. Um, Cauley does have the slight size advantage in this one three inch height advantage a one and a half inch reach advantage um and he does train with ryan bader who is actually fighting you know in the main event of tonight's card um but i'm not super sold with what collie's done he is a very good wrestler um in his ground game especially you know his next level he can he can do a lot of things there but his takedown game um while it's strong i think Parrish is going to have some stops for it i don't know that he's going to be able to just you know go in there and, and take him down with super ease um Cauley is a decent striker but it's definitely an area of his game um, where he can improve he does have some nasty elbows though so you definitely got to watch out for that if you're Parrish. but um i do love Parrish in this fight you know he's like i said a very athletic fighter a very explosive fighter he's really good at finding his opponent's weaknesses and just exploiting the heck out of it um and for him all five of his wins came via finish his only loss like we said was obviously his broken leg and honestly for this one this fight in general, it's so, so hard to pick because these two guys are so evenly matched, so well-rounded. I'm honestly shocked how big of a favorite the odd mixers have made Coley in this one. I would put it near a pick even at plus 150. Um, it, it just seems so, so far off of, of what the actual thing is. Um, I think we can guarantee one thing in this fight, though. It's not going the distance. These two guys love to have early finishes, and, and really, I think this fight plays out with Ben Parrish being victorious. I think he gets a KO in the late first round, um, but taking Ben Parrish just on the money line, plus 150 for this fight. Second fight for this Bellator card, Darren Caldwell taking on Enrique Barzala. Caldwell comes into this fight 14-5. and Barzala is 16-5-2. and And obviously for Enrique, you know, coming over, he's got that UFC recognition, got that UFC name, making his debut um, in Bellator. And I don't know, I think he might have just signed with Bellator. I'm not sure if he got cut. Um, I don't think he did. I, I can't remember. Um, but Barzala, you know, has been a very good fighter. He, he comes into this one following that draw against Remy Jan uh, in his last UFC fight. But he's a good wrestler. Um, his stand-up game isn't horrible. He's a fast fighter, and, and he can do some damage. But he's going up against Darren Caldwell in, in a fighter, a, a former Bellator bantamweight champion, you know, um, who is still a good fighter. Granted, losses in his last two and in, in that split decision loss against Hugo um, in his last fight. Definitely would have loved to have had that one. 
But one thing I like about Caldwell coming into this fight is the size advantage. I think it's going to be very, very big for him. He's got a three-inch reach advantage, a three-inch height advantage, um, and he's just a super, super athletic fighter. He has loads of power, and, and he really is just a very good striker um, in general. But one area that I think he even has the edge over a guy like Barzola is the ground game. I mean, Barzola is all right on the ground, um, and he's, he's not bad. But he's going to struggle against a better wrestler, I think, in Caldwell. I think Caldwell is just a much stronger wrestler, you know, a former D1 wrestler. Um, and he's not bad on the feet either for for Caldwell. Great with setting up the takedowns. I think Barzal is going to struggle um, with some of those takedowns. And in Barzal's last few fights, he really just feels... Like he's almost letting guys take him down at times um, and then trying to work from bad positions on the mat, which is not exactly where you want to be. Another huge question mark I have with Barzala coming into this fight and really the, the probably the biggest reason I like taking Caldwell, the gas tank for Barzala definitely scares me. You know, the later these fights go, he just does not seem to be able to hold up. Um, and I think Caldwell can definitely utilize that to his advantage for sure. And for Caldwell, um, you know, I think he, he might even have a slight advantage if this thing stays on the feet. Honestly, I don't think it really matters if Caldwell wants to take this to the ground, if he wants to stand and slug it out. I think he has an advantage in both um, fighting styles. Um, Barzala, you know, this is only his second fight dropping down to the bantamweight division. Um, so you never know exactly how, you know, the transition is going to look. In his case, it probably does actually set up better. Um, and, you know, the pictures you've seen, you know, seen of coming out of him right now, um, he looks like he's in great shape. But really for this fight, I think the reason the odds, you know, look the way they do at the moment um, is because of that UFC name. You know, Barzala comes over, people know the name, um, and it's definitely boosting the nods and in, in, in the number in this matchup. Um, don't get me wrong. He's a good fighter. He's, he's a guy who, who does not give up in the ring. And if you bet on him, um, he's going to be trying to win you that bet the entire fight. He's never going to give up. But at this price, I don't think it's worth it. I think Darren Caldwell um, has the much better value. Honestly, I would make him the favorite in this one. I think he wins this fight. So give me Darren Caldwell plus 110 here against Enrique Brizola. And the final fight on the Bellator card, Henry Corrales taken on Aiden Lee. For Corrales comes into this fight 16 and 9. Lee is 10 and 5. And for Lee, a win over Alexander Alvarez in his last fight. Um, Corrales got the win over Valsley Puchaka. I definitely just butchered that name. Um, so I'm sorry about that. But for Corrales, um, even though he got the win in the last fight, um, he hasn't looked like the best fighter he hasn't looked like his old self he does have losses in three of his last five fights and while he's still well-rounded guy, he's, he's really the the definition of well-rounded you know he's got seven ko's six submissions six decisions you can't really call a guy much more well-rounded than that um and he is still a good fighter you know we got a solid kickboxing skill set especially with those low kicks you know Corrales really likes to attack with those kicks and, and and do some damage to his opponents and he himself is a very durable fighter he can take some hits he's not just gonna you know give up um and he's a guy who's never been KO'd you know and it, it really shows in a fight like this but he's going up against a guy in Aiden Lee who has a major major size advantage on him in this fight I think the four inch height advantage the five inch reach advantage for Lee in this one is just going to give him such a huge advantage when it comes to of trying to strike it out not to mention he is nine years younger in this fight which you can go either way and I, I go both ways on whether or not you know if you want the young guy or the old guy it's definitely dependent on both fighters and I think in this case Corrales feels like he's past his prime it feels like Lee is a is an up-and-coming guy who's, who's set to make a, a pretty good run at something here um, Lee has a solid jujitsu game um, very dangerous with the submissions 
He can do some damage on the ground, but he's also a very solid striker. Um, but really for Lee, what I love about him so much is how fast he fights. He's going to come out there. He's going to set the pace of the fight, and he's really just going <laughs> to try and be um, as active and as fast-paced as possible while still using that length to his advantage, still keeping things at range when he can. Um, and I think it is that length and that range that's going to give Lee such a major, major advantage in this one. Um, and it's been interesting how these lines have moved for this fight. Aiden Lee started out as a dog in this fight early, early in the week when the lines first came out, quickly moved to the favor here. Um, and I think it's where the odds ended up it is closer to where they should be. I think it's still a little bit undervalued, even still here at minus 125. I wouldn't be shocked if this moves even higher um, before the fight. But this is really just a great matchup for Lee stylistically for him. And I really just think for Corrales, Lee's size is going to be a huge issue for him. Um, I haven't loved what I've seen out of Corrales as of late. And honestly, like I said, his age coming into this one just feels like a major disadvantage. So give me Aiden Lee, minus 125 here in this fight. That is it for Bellator 273. No pick for the main event. I'd probably lean Ryan Bader, probably take the dog if I had to bet it, but um, I really don't love either side. And honestly, for this Bellator card as a whole, there's just so many huge lines. And, and that's my problem with a lot of Bellator cards. It's hard to find decent value without laying like minus 600 and stuff but um i do love the dogs we have here i think we got some live ones here on this card but if you want to see more college basketball nba nfl nhl action for this weekend head over to hottipets.com take a look at all that um as well as follow the hot tipets main account on twitter instagram facebook tiktok to stay up to date with everything the computer model's putting out over there as well as follow me at hot tipets chris on twitter and instagram um, as well as the Best Stamp app, where you get early access to all of the picks um, the second that I record each episode. Also, uh, if you're watching here on YouTube, hit the like button, subscribe to the channel, hit the bell notification so you don't miss out on any future content. And most importantly, drop a comment down below. Let me know who you guys are betting on for this Bellator card. Thanks for watching today's show. I will see you guys tomorrow.